to Real Talk, a podcast about the ups and downs of life. My name is Zaki Sheikh. And my name is Akbar Hassan. Thank you for joining the conversation. As always, I want to begin with the question that we all love. How are you doing? How are you doing today, this whole week? You know, how's your mental health? How's your health? Everything. And my health is good. Uh, this week has been great. Uh, I've been just relaxing this weekend, chilling. Um, I, I got up this morning and I, I made an omelet uh, and I watched the sunset and then I read a book. I just totally relaxed and tried to, tried to you know, um, catch up on some just some basic stuff to, to get my mind away from, from trading this week, which was crazy because the markets were going up and down. It was just a whole mess, yeah, especially with this whole red. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Like, that was a crazy Wow. Mess. It was crazy. GameStop and AMC, all of these stocks just like spiking up like crazy. Wall Street going crazy. Robinhood stopping people from investing. And the rest of the stocks crazy, went down. Man. It was crazy. Exactly. Was like, it was what? crazy. Um no, but that's but, that's been yeah. great and all, and I've been I've been pretty I've been pretty just focused on uh, on my work during the week and then um, just relaxing on the mm-hmm. weekend. So that's been nice. My mental health is great uh, right now, and I just feel like um, it's just work season right now. How about you? How are you doing? Yeah, I feel you. I've just been chilling too. You know, this week was a pretty good week. You know, I I felt a bit of stress because stress is always important. You know, you gotta have that little kind of drive. Uh, you know, I have my second week of philosophy classes. And we learned a lot of good stuff. Ethics. Uh, this module was uh, ethics. And then these two philosophy classes, I'm taking logic and ethics. These two cons- coincided beautifully. Ethics talked about how to handle yourself in an argument or a discussion, whereas logic uh, talked about what to say, the premises and the conclusions, that kind of stuff. And so I just found that interesting. And I just find the class interesting. And I feel like it's a kind of a calling of some sort, because like, you know, I have these discussion boards and I'm always like, I always find it difficult to talk about stuff, but like this stuff comes easy. I'm able to go over the word count and I'm, I'm getting good grades. Like I got A's in these classes too. You know, high school classes are good as well. Uh, we finished on Saturday because we had Friday off because of some teacher work day. But yeah, I finished all my homework by f- Thursday. And then um, Friday was just a chill day. I slept in. Uh, I stayed up on Thursday night and then I slept in Friday. Same thing. I stayed up to like four or five around um, on Friday. And then I slept in again. I I just keep sleeping in. Right. And like, I'm just doing nothing. You know, I, school's good. Life's good. I went to my brother's house on Friday as well. Uh, just to hang out as a sips kind of thing. Cause my parents were in San Diego, you know, we hung out, we had good food. We had hot boys. We had shawarma These two are in Oakland. Good food awesome food i had the medium plus burger oh my god hot boys it just smacks different it smacks different it's it's amazing um and a funny story a few weeks ago i had a hot level of the loaded fries which is chicken pickles fries and coleslaw it messed up my system so bad that it fixed it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it screwed up so bad and it fixed it um anyways but yeah and then my parents came back from san diego yesterday we had a good time with them we were chilling they brought back chocolates and good stuff all that good stuff um but yeah this whole week this whole weekend it was kind of just like stress-free of course with the given stress but like it was kind of in that state of uhuru you know freedom like mentally you know my mental health is it's it's great i can't complain it's been better than ever um 
like, you know, of course you have those down moments, but like that's going to happen in quarantine. And I feel like, you know, just downstairs, I took 10 minutes, I took my glasses off. I just lay down on the sofa and I was like, you know what, let's just have some alone time here. Um, so I, I think it's important to have those, like at least give you five, give yourself five minutes. Just think about the day, think about how you're feeling, you know, think, and it's okay to overthink a little. Everybody's overthinking. And uh, I'll talk about that more uh, later in the episode. Um, but yeah, I've just, I've just been chilling. But here's the more better question. Um, let's introduce this. Uh, what made you smile this week or even today? Just what made you smile? Yeah, well, <laughs> I've been recent. My college uh, starts soon in New York. And I was just thinking if I should attend mm-hmm. this semester or not. I'm a freshman, so I went, I went online so far. Um, I've been pretty bored at home. so, And I was not going to go this semester, right, until I decided, yeah. hmm, maybe, maybe I should just, just go full send or no send, right? Yeah, and full decided, send or no send. And I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to email the, the campus. I'm going to put, put my housing form back on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go there. And I was so happy yeah. just because I was able to realize, like, I can go and finally live, live my life and go do things that are, you know, important and fun to me. Yeah. What about you? What put a smile on your face this week? Honestly, it was kind of the whole week, uh, just throughout the week. Just the people I'm with, the people I'm hanging out with. We hung out, you know, we went to Any Burger, freaking amazing Nashville burger. Oh, my God, it was amazing. On the scales, I think it's in top three. You know, it's with Hot Boys, Nashville, and then there's also Falafel Flame who have the Budmash burger, man. Of course, that fits with me because we know I'm Budmash (laughs) as well. But, uh, yeah, I've just been smiling this whole weekend, really, you know, because I hung out with my siblings on Friday. Uh, my parents came back from San Diego yesterday. It was kind of, it's just kind of been a good day. You know, the people I'm around, the people I talk to, you know, I have Zoom calls. I have calls with my friends and whatnot. Um, I think it's it's going pretty good, you know. And, uh, I, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's kind of just like been a constant smile. And, like, life is good. Can't complain. Um and with that, I want to start the real conversation here. Um, the question is, my sister asked me after listening, catching up, she binged all of the podcast episodes because she had she had some work to do. So she was like, you know what, let me get into this now. And so she asked me, she gave me comments and she had, gave me feedback. And she asked me, she's like, I want you to answer this question. And the question was, what is your identity as a generation? And I know you think that, and we've talked about this beforehand, it's a complicated question. You know, it's hard to answer. Um, And I'll tell you what I think of the question here. Um, What I, I'll tell you what my identity is. You know, I'm, I'm 18. I have a family. Uh, I have four siblings, three siblings-in-law. My parents, they're immigrants. You know, they came to this country. They built it from down up. They built their lives from down up, right? and schools, we went to public schools and whatnot. And I feel like um, the main difference here, if you were to focus on our generation from the past generation, is that things have gotten a lot, lot more easier. Um, back then, and I was talking to my cousin about this, and he was like, it's easier to become a millionaire. Like, sure, you have to work for it, definitely. But all the tools are there. All your supplies are there. All you have to do is work hard and you can become a millionaire. Like, you know, my my mentor in investing, he's retired now. And, you know, that's a good thing. Like, he's my mentor. I'm going to start. I've started investing, too. You know, I'm going to I'm going to click the buy button on AMD, by the way, because that that stuff will blow up. AMD is the future. <laughs> but but yeah. Uh, and uh, with that, I think uh, 
mentally we've been affected uh financially i feel like uh, our generation is going i think it's been a bit more spoiled when it comes to money and like sure you know with with parents brown parents of course it's a bit more less spoiled um because they know the value of money but we don't know that they know the value of money so it's kind of hard to understand but once you earn like your first paycheck or something like that um then you learn that like oh wow you know i'm earning 13 dollars an hour and you know you get you you get you can get like 12 two, two 12 can two 12 coke cans of packs man i messed that up really badly but each of those is for five dollars that's like ten dollars of your paycheck right there just for one hour and you realize the value of money and so you know i have this side grind of building websites i make good money yeah but like i also gotta i also like understand the value of money now you know i gotta stress the dollar and i save up like um for example when i have cravings all the time i have a i get what maybe a couple of months i get a couple of packs of cheetos a couple of like boxes 12 can pack of cokes and then for the next few months i pace myself out like that purchase might be $20, but for the next months, I'm pacing myself out. So like it's $20 over the, over the next 60 days. And so, you know, my dad, he's kind of helped me. And I feel like because of that the generation before us, they have a lot more experience. And like, as much as, you know, I'm always telling my dad, like, no, I don't want to do this. And he, he might like make my head, uh, you know, but like he, he understands us more. He understands the world around us more. Uh, not just him, our parents, your parents, I'm sure too. Like we have a lot to learn from them. Um, and I feel like that's kind of shaped who I am, you know, and like my siblings, they've also shaped who I am. Like my oldest sibling, you know, he's always had like this kind of free mentality, this kind of mentality that, you know, you got to do what you can for the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like, <laughs> and so he's, he's kind of helping with that. And that's kind of like free mentality again, Uhuru, right? So I, I feel like that's that's who I am. I kind of like this laid back, um, maybe hippie in a way, uh, who just who just wants to live life to the fullest. You know, no regrets. Everything happens for a reason. You might not get a job, but that's because something better will come along the way. You know, um, but that's what I think. And of course, the environment around me, living in California and whatnot, things come a lot more easier and stuff like that. Obviously, more things than others, but. I think that's me as an identity. I, I don't know about you. What, what, what's, what's your, who are you? Yeah. Well, based off what you're saying, going off that, I think identity is basically a lot of your culture and the circumstances you are in um, and what you mm-hmm. absorb from that. That's what your identity comes out to in the end. Um, especially going off like uh, our parents, it may have been different because they, they were raised through different um different circumstances and for them they had to come here and that that shaped who they are and us living here it's been much easier for us right um like like you were saying how we don't really understand the struggle just like them because in a way we are a little spoiled just because we have everything set for us here right we don't have to work from the bottom to the top coming here like we're already set to start working um and what was your question to that? Uh, I guess it's kind of how your environment has affected you. Yeah. Like, so, uh, mentally. I mean, especially in my environment, um, like being in the Bay Area, it's definitely made my identity. Uh, I have I have more of what you're talking about, that hippie, relaxed, really like, yeah, yeah. try to, you know, ha- cup half full, always like, like everything is going to be all right. 
Um, yeah. I like to have that yeah. as my motto just because because I feel like a lot of people in the Bay Area are, have that kind of really relaxed vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Just, um, but also what it has done is um, this environment has also made me, you know, work a little harder just because everyone here is, right. so it's a workhorse. Like this place is, it's productivity, people working. Yeah, yeah. That's really been inspired by, by my environment. Um, what, what, what would you say to that? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, I feel like California really has a huge impact on people's identities, especially those who are living in it. Like I have my friend in Chicago. They they call me they call me palm tree looking at because because palm tree is obviously associated with L.A., you know, California, that type of stuff. Right. And uh, I feel like um, definitely there's a lot more like, um, you know, you get a higher salary here. California, uh, it's like one of the leaders in highest salary you know, good jobs and all that. But with that comes the high living costs, you know, taxes in Dublin is getting high, taxes in San Ramon is getting high too, you know, things are getting expensive. I live in Tracy, the taxes, the houses are going like crazy over there. And so I think with great responsibility, great power comes great responsibility, you know, going back to that. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just... Uh, but you, what are your thoughts there about like you know just living? Because um, I mean we have that demand, and oh, with that demand, it's like we're trying to um, what do you call it? Match our drive with it. Yeah. Um. And so. Um, another thing about that is like, uh, again, with this investing thing, right? This investing. And so just um, these side hustles and whatnot and trying to do good in school. I feel like, uh, again, going back to that millionaire thing, it's easy to become a millionaire. But if you choose your, if you use your tools wisely, you'll get there. You know, you can become a billionaire, a zillionaire, you know, a trillionaire. Zillionaire is bigger than trillionaire. I don't know why I said that. Um, but like, if you use your tools wisely, then you can get there. And um, I think that's what—that's the thing that people fail to see. It's like, uh, if you. But the first thing, of course, is to work on yourself, right? <laughs> and so, um, again, that thing goes back to self-love and all that good stuff, right? So you work on yourself, then you work on getting better for yourself, getting a better environment for yourself and and whatnot and i feel like that really adds to the sense of identity that you have um and of course we all go through an identity crisis at some point in my life i know how i have um, it's, it's finding out who you are um because you know like we're not directly we're not only our parents we yeah. create our own identity and who we are well, we take some traits right but yeah definitely identity crisis where, where you struggle to know who you are and that's where you really have yeah. to try to find yourself um, and what makes yeah, you you yeah yeah definitely and and growing up the opinions of others they really impact you especially in the communities that we're in you know the previous generation of course um, they they think that you know opinions matter these days and, and they don't like I'll go outside in my pajamas and my mom will say no you're not allowed to go out I'm like nobody cares it's it's a free country you know but you know I gotta do it because she told me and people don't care and I don't care about people's opinions of course if I value your opinion if I'm asking you for something obviously I'll, I'll value your opinion I'll value your advice but you know 
you know, people have, maybe someone doesn't like the way you dress. I was, I used to be called a dad in, uh, I, I think in sophomore year and uh, uh, junior year of high school because of the way I dressed. I wore kind of like dress collar shirts, right? And it was just because I had those clothes <laughs> in my closet. Told me I was <laughs> you wear a suit to school. <laughs> I, hey, man, suits are dope. You know, suit up. They are cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I would. It's just very hard sometimes, you know. And at that time, I did kind of care about people's opinions as well. I'll, I'll admit that. Um, but I feel like, and at that time, you know, people called me a dad, and I was like, is that a compliment or an insult? And so now I don't care about people's opinions, you know. I kind of changed my vibe. I've kind of changed everything again from those two years, that turning point of mine. Um, and it's kind of created a different kind of vibe. And with that, with the with the giving of opinions and advices, I want to move on to this next topic here. And this has really resonated with me in the past weekend, uh, specifically the night I went to uh, my oldest brother's house, Oakland. And the question is community. So what is a community? It's a group of people, of course, right? That's textbook definition. It's a group of people who have a common interest, whether it's investing, whether it's, um, you know, going to the masjid, whether it's, you know, your family, right? Just having a family union, whether it's friends meeting up, trying to go have some ice cream, kind of have some pizza, trying to have some lunch, maybe just go on a hike or something. That's a community, right? And um, with that, um, I want to talk about what happened when I went to my oldest brother's house. Um, and he's, he's an outgoing person, free mentality. Uh, I love that man. Like he is a role model for me in so many ways. Um, and so one time we, we saw this, um, man just, uh, sitting, sleeping outside on the street, on the sidewalk. And so my brother went up to him, asked him if he needed anything. And so we, he started talking. And so my offer, of course, you know, naturally we asked him, my brother asked him, you know, do you need anything? Do you need some like warmth, some food, some water? So naturally he asked that. And so he, and then the guy started discussing the situation. He's like, yeah, I'm getting back on it. I have SSI. He's getting a real job and good stuff. Um, you know, he did jazz. He was getting in a band and all that. Um, and so we talked about that for what, 15 minutes perhaps. And then while we were walking away, he starts discussing this sense of community that like, you have to get to know your neighbors, right? And so um, with that, we, we walked a bit further and then there was a vigil going on for someone because uh, something had happened with their son. And so we, we said our prayers over there. We asked them if they need anything. And so it kind of creates a sense of community that like, you know, community can be anybody. And it's your neighbors as well, right? You got to get to know your neighbors. You got to help them, help whoever's around you because eventually that help will come back to you in some way, maybe energy, maybe vibe some way or another, right? And um, um, along with that, the, he he's, and a little background, more other than being a supreme eater, He's, he's gone into Gamma, gathering all Muslim artists. He's created like an Islamic platform for artists who are Muslims and like kind of spread their art, had galleries and whatnot. Then, you know, he, he's a creative director for Halal Fest. You know, the thing that happens once a year where people come all, all around to San Jose where they eat a bunch of food vendors and stuff like that. He's created a community with a common interest, right? And so he's always outgoing. He was, he's always looking for that community. He's, he's always looking for something new. And that's one of the things I appreciate about him. And that's one of the things that kind of inspired me to build this podcast as well. It's like, he's always trying something new. And so I'm like, you know what? 
let's do it. Let's try something new. And so I did this podcast, you know, that's how I started, like in a way, started the website designing as well. I'm like, you know what, YOLO, you only live once. And so with that, I want to ask um, your perspective on community. Uh, what makes a community for you? Um, what do you think are the values of community? Um, why don't you give me some examples from your life? Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, in my opinion, a community is, is a, it's a group of anything um, which share a common, you know, a common, I'd say goal, right? Not, not, not just goal, but common interest. Uh, and they're there for each other. Um, like in a, a huge example would be like a community at the mosque. Like everyone is there uh, and no matter what happens, they're always there to help each other. They have the, their common goal is, is just to be a better person and to be there yeah. for each other. That's a very strong yeah. community. Another community for me is like, like this trading, trading community. I mean, everybody, yeah. everybody shares this common interest uh, to get better. And everyone is there for each other to give each other tips uh, and to see what's yeah. happening. So I think a really important value uh, that community shares is, is you know, um, there's 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 that authenticity, right? People are yeah. real. Yeah. They're there. They're, nobody's there to like, get you. That's yeah. community. Um, and it's, I, I just feel like it's a it's just a group of people that are um, that got your back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. family is, is a community. It's You guys all have something yeah. in common. You guys are there to yeah, have each yeah. other's backs. Exactly, yeah. And uh, I, I, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And being on that same wavelength as real, uh, you have your friends, right? You have your homies. And they're always there for you when you need them. You know, you got to give them a call. You gotta tell them, hey, it's urgent, you know. Because it's not the people who are with you in the highest moments. It's the people who are with you in your lowest, darkest hours, right? And um, those, yeah, and so those are the people that you can really vouch for. And uh, I feel like that sense of community is probably the realest and most intimate uh, community that can be in. And that's the, that level of authenticity is unmatched. You can't find it in any other community. And of course, you know, our mustard community, of course, we're all real there, you know, foodie, investing, whatnot. But I feel like the realest one is the one you have with the closest people and the most loved ones around you. And um, I just feel like, you know, because those are the people that you can really get down with real talk. Real talk, exactly. <laughs> um, and then uh, another example I thought of, um, when you were just talking about people who got you back, uh, so recently we moved to Tracy. Uh, I forgot, was it March? Was it Feb? I don't know. But we moved to Tracy, right? And so my mom has friends all over Bay Area. And I know Tracy is in Bay Area, whatever. Um, but she has friends all over Bay Area, Tracy, whatnot. And so we moved here. And so whenever we have dinner and something, she's always sending something to one of our neighbors and they always send something back, you know, even when we don't want it, you know, don't do that. Just don't like tire yourself and stuff. You know, we're daisies, right? We're like, we're going to tire ourselves. We want you to have food, eat good food and smile. You know, we force that smile on you. <laughs> but I, I feel like that's really what a community is. And you can really tie in what a community is with your identity because uh, your identity, again, it's with your environment, it's with the community you're within. And these multiple communities have a huge effect. And again, going back to that family, right? Your family is the closest people with you. They've been with you since you were born, right? 
And so they have the biggest impact on you. Whatever you say to them on a daily basis, whatever you do with them on a daily basis, the way you act with them on a daily basis, um, or they act with you, vice versa, of course, that's going to have a big impact of your identity, right? And so, of course, with you and me, we have shared same interests, like real talk, right? So the thing is, we started this from phone calls. We usually have phone calls and we're usually talking about this kind of stuff. And so it's kind of that, like, it kind of just, we always have real talk. And so we're just bringing it to the world. We're making a bigger, even bigger community. I think the podcast hit, what, like around 80, 90 um, listeners recently in the past few days. Um, and so I, I really like that because like we're spreading the word. We're, we're bringing a community, community together. And it's kind of helping our identity. That's like, okay, we want to help all these people, right? And so um, I feel like those two coincide very nicely. And uh, I want your perspective on, on how that has done, how has that, how has that coincided for you? Like has your sense of community affected your identity? And is it a good thing or a bad thing for you? Oh yeah, uh, definitely. I could, I could comment on that. Um, and I feel like community does play a role in your identity just because being part of that group, you, you form into, into a, a different person with different, you know, traits and, uh, different parts of your personality, which changed, uh, just with the influence of that group. And I think depending on what community is, it could be, it could be a positive thing, you know, um, and I'll give you an example. It's just like, a, um, let's say my trading group, right? Uh, and that has taught me how to do, how to, you know, um, do a lot of important, important things that I would use for my stocks. Um, and I guess that has kind of played a role into, um, into making me the, the stock trader I am, right? Uh, but I want to change it more to like, like, something like my mosque, the community, right? Uh, and being in that community has definitely helped form my identity just because, you know, it's taught me a lot of good things like um, like being there for people, trust, um, being thankful, these type of things which form, and I, I definitely think that can be a positive. Um, but there, there can also be negatives on it. Like, uh, right, right. Um, um, people who judge you yeah, <laughs> from a distance, you. right? Gossiping and whatnot. Exactly. And, yeah. Backbiting. And that stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. That stuff can be a negative. And that's yeah, why I, I totally groups because, mm-hmm. it, like I said, it shapes your personality in a way. So it can either shape in a negative way or a positive way. It's how you, how you really, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I totally agree with you on that because, like, of course, you know, being Muslim and all that good stuff. Um, I feel like if I didn't have my masjid community, mosque and whatnot, I feel like I wouldn't have been as good Muslim as I possibly could, right? They really helped me on my journey here. And uh, obviously with that, again, with family, right? Um, They've kind of helped you with finding yourself. And um, of course, our family is known for food, right? So whenever I post food on my story, they're like, can you guys adopt me? They don't ask, can I come over? They ask, can I? Can you adopt me? Because we're associated with food. We love food. You know, my dad's my dad cooks. My my brother cooks a lot. He's a foodie of like Bay Area, right? My mom cooks good food, snacking. You know, my uncle in San Diego, she he was like, your mom is such a great cook, right? And so my grandma cooks. Everybody cooks, and we just love cooking. Right now, downstairs, there are being some brownies made. So brownies with vanilla ice cream. So, you know. 
we're eating food even at this time. <laughs> and it's it's crazy because I feel like um, going past your own individual identity, it becomes your family's identity. I think that's the next most important thing, of course, with the community. Um, but the more intimate community is your family because whatever your family's identity is, it kind of sets a precedent uh, a reputation for you before you get to meet someone, right? So before I met my mentor, he only knew me through my uncle, right? And so, and I also saw him at my cousin Riza's wedding, right? And so I'm like, hey, you know, I literally called him. Uh, of course, I had to leave a voicemail, but he called me back and I'm like, yeah, I'm Zaki, I'm Zahir's son, I'm Zahir's my uncle's brother. And so I'm like, and then we talked for 15 minutes. He was, he was telling me the basics of investing and whatnot. And just like that, I created a new connection in my network of people right and that again network is a community of people coming together sharing things and whatnot and as a and when i was a lot younger my parents and uncles they always pushed me to network and i didn't see that advantage of networking until recent years when i started attending like uh shine labs events where like you know kind of workshops on your uh computers it was more computer science centric right so i went to those events and i networked with people and uh whatnot and so it's it's kind of just like you you really find yourself with that um but yeah i feel like those two things really they're just oof they're just important <laughs> oh, they're very important i have it, i think because remember so, like uh, like i was saying with god your identity it's 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 part of your basically part of your culture and it's it's what you absorb from things around you uh and that's yeah. the thing family um yeah. it's the initial identity just because you that's the people you take some some yeah. stuff from right so that's the initial um where your identity can kind of form and then from yeah. there on then yeah, then you yeah. can have your own personal flavor but initially it's seen through through your family, I'd say. Yeah, who you are is kind of like bits and parts of your family members. And of course, the biggest parts are your parents because they've, you know, kind of raised you literally. And also from your past, you know, your past experiences and whatnot. You know, I'm sure we both had our turning point that helped us learn that helped us create a new sense of identity. Now my goal is Uhuru, freedom from everything, you know, finance, mental freedom, all of that good stuff. And so Kind of wrapping that up, uh, I feel like the biggest takeaway is um, if when it comes to identity, no matter which generation you're in, no matter where you are in, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Dubai, whether it's Pakistan, India, Australia, Chicago, uh, wherever you are in the world, you know, be yourself and try to find yourself. And if necessary, lose yourself before you find yourself. That's that's kind of how you, you know, it's okay to start from scratch sometimes. You're always one decision away from a completely different life. And so I feel like, I feel like that might be the biggest takeaway. Be yourself, you know. And uh, with that, I want to wrap this week up. So thank you for joining us this week on Real Talk. If you want to talk about a specific topic, don't be shy. Slide into our DMs. Our Instagram is at realtalk.now. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. And as always, have a splendid, awesome day. My name is Zaki Sheikh. My name is Akbar Hassan, and thank you, guys.